Welcome to the Land Your Bet Sports Betting Podcast. Josh Lander, your host here as always, coming to you on a Tuesday here, August 1st, first day of my birthday month. Incidentally, we're going to be jumping into more baseball after we had plenty of baseball yesterday. Uh, a nice MLB slate here for you guys on Tuesday after a few teams had the day off on Monday. We went one and two on this show yesterday, lost half a unit, still up on the season, about a unit and a half, a little more than that, actually. Uh, luckily, not luckily, what do you mean? We, we made this pick correctly. We got Baltimore and Toronto correctly. That was the dog there uh, Baltimore was and we took them on the money line over Toronto and they came through for sure uh, Milwaukee did not come through got beat actually by Washington we had them on the run line to win by minus one and a half they did not do that and Atlanta and LAA did not score over nine and a half runs the Angels did win that game uh, actually on the power of a home run from newcomer Randall Grichuk as well they won that one four to one against the Bravos who couldn't get anything going on offense and are in a little bit of an offensive slump uh, over the course of their last 10 games game just not looking like the same dominant team that they have so we end the night at one and two minus half a unit 18 and 17 on the season up 1.54 units let's look at a couple of the quick news and notes i want to talk about from monday night most notably, underdogs went 7-3 and three last night on Monday in the MLB. So if you did bet on those those plus money bets for the underdogs in some of these games, you had a very, very good night. Uh, it sal- salvaged our night, at least, that we took one of those underdogs in Baltimore, and they did win that game. They are now still atop the AL East and continue to surge, really. So it's going to be an interesting ending there at the top of the AL East between them and the Rays, who beat up on the Yankees 5-1. to one. Another nice showing from Glass now there, uh, and they continue to be better than the Yankees. The Yankees continue to be one of the worst offensive teams in baseball, even as Aaron Judge is back and they're trying to find some ground, but they're probably not long for the rest of this season and most likely almost definitely not making those the, the playoffs here this year. Uh, so I, I don't know if they're going to start unloading anybody necessarily, but I'm going to continue to fade them as we go down the stretch of this MLB season. Uh, Cincinnati got a big win over the surging Cubs. They're not tanking anymore, by the way, are the Cubs. They took Cody Bellinger off of the trade block there and are actually probably buyers at this point as we near the trade deadline in the MLB. So another fun division to race to watch out for there in the NL Central with the cards. I'm not really the cards, excuse me, Cincinnati, the Brewers and these Cubbies making a run for it. So as I mentioned, the Angels did beat the Bravos. They did acquire CJ Cron and Randall Grichuk. Um, so they get some help in the outfield and in the infield there at first base. And we'll see if they are able to make the playoffs as they continue to surge as well. Houston also really good right now. They're only a half a game back in the AL West. Came back to beat the Guardians last night. Uh, Noah Syndergaard was two-hitting them into the sixth inning. Yes, Noah Syndergaard, who just got traded from the Doyers, uh, the Dodgers there, and he was pitching a magnificent gem, actually had to leave the game because he got injured when a ball came right back at him. And then the Guardians' uh, bullpen just completely imploded. And the uh, Houston Astros, they did get over nine runs, which we liked as well yesterday. I mentioned it, but I didn't put that bet out there. Should be more clear about that stuff. Let's start over today, though, and get into the slate here on Tuesday, August 1st. Starting in New York, going back to the well, baby, and I'm going to be fading Carlos Rodon, who is not the same guy since he came back from the IL this season at this point. The underlying numbers are bad. So are the really just the core numbers. But as far as the underlying stuff, showing some of the projections and his independent stats, he's got a 5.86 Sierra. That is very, very bad. You want that to be much closer to four or lower when you can get it there. 16.7% K rate. Not good for him. Really want to see that up about 25%. And he's not getting the 
Bob past people, and this is what we talked about last time when we faded him going under six and a half Ks for Carlos Rodon. In this one, we're just taking the, the Rays once again on the money line. I, I think that the fact that they're underdogs in a game against the Yankees right now makes absolutely no sense to me. Uh, so you can still get them for about minus 106, depending on where you find it. If you don't have a book uh, that that's offering that, like FanDuel, you can get it at minus 112 as well. But look, man, just I'm going to keep hitting the, the Rays. I'll probably hit them next game. But most importantly, they have Zach Eflin. And he's been touched up a bit uh, in a couple of outings uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks or so. But He's still taking on a Yankees team that is absolutely terrible against right-handed pitching, easily a bottom 10 team against righties with just a 92 WRC plus, a 303 Woba, and a 399 slugging percentage. Really bad for a team that was at one point not that long ago considered a, a very top-tier power squad in the MLB, and that's just not the case anymore as they take on Eflin t- tonight, and I'm pretty confident in Eflin's ability with his 338 Sierra, much better than we talked about with Rodon, and a 25 and a half percent K rate there, just a 1.02 whip. So he's not giving up, he's not allowing base runners. Um, he's keeping the ball in the park and he's striking guys out, man. So Zach Eflin against this bad Yankees lineup. Then I'm going back to Houston, and I think you can get a little bit more uh, juice, if you will, and a bit more value betting on this team uh, uh, today than you were able to yesterday when Noah Syndergaard was basically being faded by everybody. The books and everybody who bet on the Astros uh, were all fading Noah Syndergaard as the, the, the Astros were massive favorites in that game. They come back now, and they've got Framber Valdez on the mound, and they're still pretty big. Uh, favorites in this one, and I'm, I'm still going to ride with them. You know, you can take the minus 185 on the on the game uh, the game money line for them, or the first five money line for the Astros at minus 195. Even worse odds there, but I, I still I still like it. I mean, G- Gavin Williams is on the mound for Cleveland, and he's had some ups and downs at times this season. But it, it, at this point, facing the Astros, um, they're just crushing righties, especially in July. They have s- I'm counting six guys here who are slugging over 500. Actually closer to 600 for all of them and two of them over 750 as we know Kyle Tucker's been basically the best player in baseball position player anyway in baseball for the month of July Um, so I'm going to continue to ride with them and and believe in Framber Valdez who had a tough outing last time against the Rangers but he's coming back with a 26k percentage a 345 Sierra and like I said facing a team in uh, Cleveland that is just bad uh, on offense right now but really really bad against left-handed pitching they own an 87 WRC plus against lefties right now. 297 Woba being below 300 on that Woba is really tough. A 378 slugging percentage uh, because they're just not getting the ball out of the park against lefties either. They're the bulk of their bats are, are, are pretty much lefties as well. You look at Josh Naylor, who's been by far their best hitter this season, and he's definitely a, a lot better against righties. He's been better against lefties this season, hence the the incredible numbers that he's put together this season, uh, but he still struggles uh, a bit more against them, and this is a very good spot for Framber Valdez. So taking the Houston money line on the full game there at minus 185. Next game, real quick, Baltimore at Toronto. What else can I tell you? I'm, I'm still loving this Baltimore team, and I think you're getting mo- another bit of value with them being underdogs in this game, and I'm not quite sure why. They are going to face Hunjin Ryu for, uh, for the Toronto Blue Jays, who has not pitched since June first of last year. So I don't really know what to give you other than, you know, the reason that this this uh the, the Orioles are listed as underdogs in this game against a pitcher who hasn't played in 13 months is 
just basically because they're better against righties. That's that's my best guess for why I disagree so much with the way that they have this game uh, listed. So Baltimore first five on the money line is even money. If you want them uh, for the full game money line as well, you can get them here for best odds at about minus 108. Um, they're basically, you know, it's basically even money for both of these teams. Minus 108 for the, for Baltimore, minus one. 12 for Toronto. So their only slight favorites are the Blue Jays, but I don't think that they should be. So if, if I get the uh, Orioles with plus money, I mean, almost just guarantee that as a, as a solid bet, uh, the way that they've been covering this year on the road as well, 33 and 20 there, winning 33 of those games. So plenty of money to be made when they come in as underdogs for the Orioles. And just because they're playing lefties, like they've actually been pretty good. There's as far as power offenses go, they're still a top 10 uh, offense in sort of creating runs and slugging. Uh, both those stats right around top 10, 7th in slugging against lefties this season. And in the second half of the uh, of the season since the All-Star break, that's been the case as well. So I think it, it holds true that they can still hit lefties despite the fact that they throw a barrage of lefty hitters at you. Um, they're still doing just fine, at least when they make contact with these lefties. They get the ball out of the park uh, and in the air, and I'm just not sure what is going to bring in this one. So I'll take what I know in Kyle Bradish versus what I don't know in uh, Hunjin Ryu in this one and just back the pitcher for the first five money line for Baltimore at even money. And I have a fourth bet here for you guys on the day, and maybe I should have started with this one because I really like this player prop here that we have for Bray and Bello on the Red Sox as they take on a very anemic Mariners offense tonight here on Tuesday. Try not to pay too much attention to the fact that the Mariners scored six runs yesterday on those same Red Sox. That actually happened uh, with the bullpen there at the end. Um, so I'm going to still feel really confident that, that Brian Bello can get over 17 and a half uh, recorded outs in this one. Uh, that would be minus 130 on DraftKings. Uh, I, I believe that's still the best odds you're going to find for Brian Bello. But definitely, if you're going to take these bets, shop them around because when you listen to this, you might have slightly different odds than what I was given here. But why I'm going with Bello, uh, look, I mean... At this point for Bello, like the the thing that it comes down to for him is, are you are you giving up home runs and are you walking guys? Uh, it seems easy to say, right? For for most pitchers, that's the case. But when he hasn't done that, which has been the majority of the time over the last three two to three months, been absolutely incredible. It basically owns uh, you know a six inning outing every single time. Um, other than getting lit up by the Oakland A's a few weeks ago, he's gone six innings in eight of the past nine. The only time was when he did get rocked over there in Oakland, and that was such a brutal game to watch. Uh, He was just lacking control, and these hitters were seeing everything coming out of his hand, but I'm not as concerned tonight here uh, as they take on the Mariners, who continue to be just an awful team on offense. Uh, Nick Pavetta went uh, more than seven innings, pitched into the eighth for them yesterday, uh, despite not being able to win. It was really just when their their offense sort of, for for the Mariners, when Pavetta got in trouble in the eighth, came out, and, and that was when all the, the sort of damage happened there. But all we need is for Bello to go six innings in this one, and I feel very, very confident in him able to do that with a pretty good price at minus 130, like I said, where I got it. So that is all the time that I have for you guys in this one. I apologize for getting this out to you a little bit late. Had to watch the end of that USA women's soccer game, which is going on at crazy times of night, no matter where you are in the country. So I'll be better coming back to you tonight uh, on Tuesday night with the Wednesday slate so we can get ahead of that for you guys in the morning. And until I see you next, happy betting. Thank you.